Are you ready to start showing up as the best version of you? Ditching those diets, embracing and enjoying training and learning that you are enough. Join me, Vicky Marks, or more commonly known as Vicky PT, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and female transformation specialist on a podcast journey of inspiration, motivation, usable tips, and support to fire you forward into becoming that best version of you, plus some special guests along the way. You're listening to Strong, Confident, Transform. Let's get started. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 33. Um, So, effortless weight loss, is it real? Is there such thing as effortless weight loss that is sustainable and you can keep? Well, yes, I think and believe that weight loss, fat loss, changing the shape of your body, getting fit, getting healthy, I believe it can be very effortless once you know how. So in this podcast today, I'm just going to talk about kind of all of my top tips around effortless weight loss and how you can make it effortless for yourself as well. It's just knowing how. And I think the beginning of any weight loss journey, the beginning of any fat loss journey can have... I hate to call it hard because I hate that word. Like, it's as hard as we make things, right? But um, I would say change. It requires change at the beginning, which I think we can find hard. So I think it's the change that is the problem rather than it actually being that hard. I help thousands and thousands of women um find that best version of themselves using really sustainable principles that actually, yes, becomes effortless when you try, when you practice, 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 and it becomes normal to you. So I'm just going to go into some of my top tips in this podcast, what I think helps women, um, and how I think fat loss can become long-term and effortless. So one of the big things I see happening all of the time is women starting a diet, starting a health regime on a Monday, Monday the 2nd of September, because that's when the children go back um, and they don't give themselves any leeway. It's like 100% in. I have to eat this many calories a day. I have to train five times a week. Um, I have to follow it, tick it off, do all these things. So 100% in. There's no leeway. Like they're looking in their diary. Oh, there's a social event on week two. I'll have to cancel that because otherwise I'm going to break my diet. You get what I mean by this. 100% all in. One of my big tips towards effortless weight loss is about being realistic. Like, you cannot maintain 100% all of the time. It's not a realistic goal. It's not going to be something you can carry on with for years to come. Because number one, you're going to get bored stiff. You're going to get utterly fed up with having to say no to social events, no to that glass of wine with a friend, no to that cake with um, 
your children at the weekend, no to all these amazing things we do in life. You're going to get fed up with that. It's going to become boring. It's going to, you're going to become fed up. And that 100% will very quickly go to 0%. Like you've heard me talk about all or, all or nothing before and how damaging it is. But yeah, my number one tip is to be realistic. Like you take baby steps. You add as you go. You make sure that every day you are making good choices most of the time. 80% of the time, you are making good choices. And 20% of the time, you are doing what you love. And that might mean having some chocolate. That might mean having a piece of cake. That might mean um, going out for dinner. Like, we can have all these things in our life and still succeed. So being realistic at the beginning is vital. Have realistic goals and be real with yourself. Like it's not a race. You don't have to get there by a certain time. And, you know, if you start a journey to go on holiday six weeks later and then you decide you're not going to do it anymore, like that is a diet. Like, and what I advocate is starting a journey that doesn't have an end point. Like, you don't say, oh, in, in three months, I'm going to lose this amount and then I'm going to stop. Like my biggest ethos is teaching women how to take principles forward for the rest of their life, making exercise something they just do. It's not something they switch on and switch on when they fancy. It's like something that's just part of their life. It's their normal. Yes, they have breaks every now and then for holidays, you know, for times that get incredibly busy, they have to scale it back. But for most of the time, that exercise routine they have that might be three times a week, might be twice a week, might be five times a week, depending on who you are, it's just your normal. It's part of your routine of life. So being realistic at the beginning is really important. Having goals is great, but if you get to the goal and then you don't do it anymore, it's not so great. So making sure that you're constantly moving the goalposts. If you are driven by goals, then make a goal to be a certain place in three months. But what happens after that? What happens after six months? What happens after a year? What happens after 18 months? And then what happens for the long-term duration? Make sure those goals are not just three months long because I've seen it happen so many times with brides, people going on holiday, um, a social event, um, women doing incredible, changing their body beyond belief, and then doing the event, doing the wedding, doing whatever, and gaining it all back again and going back to their old ways. And that's not what we want to achieve. What we want to do is reach that goal and then take it further. Keep moving those goalposts, but be realistic about what they are so that you can live your life alongside achieving your goals. So number two that I want to talk about is, and here's some tough love, so get ready. You've got to do what you say you're going to do. Like if you say you're going to do the exercise on a Monday at 10 o'clock, do the exercise on Monday at 10 o'clock. Don't let the excuse party win. Like you've got to start doing what you say you're going to do. And the more you do what you say you're going to do, the more likely you'll find it easier to do what you say you're going to do. And before you know it, 10 o'clock on a Monday is just a time every single week that you exercise without even having to think about it. Like 
My training is very similar times every single week. I highlight it in yellow in my diary. It's non-negotiable to me. Like if I want to show up who I want to be, that has to get done. And it's not a negotiable thing in my brain. Was it? Maybe it was at one point when I was learning my routine, but eventually it's just something I do. It's part of my daily routine in what I actually do. How did I get there? By doing what I say I am going to do. So make a plan, like make that plan. It might be Monday at 10 o'clock, Wednesday at 7pm and Friday at 6am in the morning. Like that might be your plan that works in your life and around your family and your job and everything else. Then get on with it, do it, do what you say you're going to do. And not just for a week, do it for a duration of time. Like every single week, it's you, you could sit on a Sunday night and you could decide what you're going to do in the week ahead, which some people work like that. Some people need to do that because their weeks change every week. Um, and if you do, every Sunday night, you sit down, you decide what you're going to do and you do what you say you're going to do. If you decide you're going to eat less sugar, then do it. Do what you say you're going to do. Eat less sugar. If you're going to hit 10,000 steps a day, then hit those 10,000 steps a day. Even if it means going out late at night, it's light at the moment, you can do that. Like the more you let yourself off, the more you will keep doing that same thing. It's very, very easy to build the habit of saying, oh, I'll do it tomorrow like very easy. And, you know, if you let your body off once, you're going to let it off time and time again. And then you start seeing it happen in other aspects of your life, social events, like I can't really be asked to go. So you don't because that letting off um, habit has been ingrained. And then it comes to a workout and you let yourself off. Like you have to start doing what you say you are going to do. It will impact your whole life and you will find yourself getting more driven more motivated, which I'll talk about later, um, and more of a go-getter for these things. So the next one I want to talk about is um, one that people will probably go, oh, stop cutting out your favorite foods. Like, stop telling yourself you can't have things. Like, by saying, if I told myself I couldn't have chocolate, then I'd want it 10 times more. And I have chocolate every single day. I love it. I opt for dark chocolate when I can. When I can't, I don't. I have it in moderation. I don't eat bars and bars of it in one go. Like, I allow myself my favourite foods whenever I want them, but I have them in moderation. Like, life is for living. If you continuously restrict, deprive yourself, you're going to rebel. It's part of human nature. Like when we can't have something, we want it even more. So stop cutting out your favorite things. Like if a biscuit with a cup of tea is something that you genuinely love so much every single day, it like brings you loads of joy, then have it every single day. But you know, make sure you're thinking about what that means for you achieving your goals. And if that means you have to do the exercise and eat around that biscuit or couple of biscuits really well, then so be it. Like you make alterations to be able to have your favorite foods in your life. And that's not about um, eating less so that you can eat that at all. It's not about that. It means making good choices and fueling yourself well so that you have space 
for that sort of stuff to come into your life. Moderation is key here. Moderation is something that I think people think they can't achieve, but they absolutely can. You just have to repeatedly try and ingrain this new pattern of moderation. And I think over time anyway, when you start looking after yourself, exercising and treating yourself kinder, what you find is that binging on that stuff doesn't actually make you feel good. It has a knock-on effect to everything. It slows you down. It gives you two days of sugar come down, alcohol come down, whatever. And you start realizing that moderation is actually really important in terms of your success. So you start making changes and actually eating less of it anyway, because you know how it's going to make you feel over the next few days. So stop cutting out all your favorite foods. You have to be able to enjoy all these things. Now, I said earlier about motivation. So I think it's the most overused word in the fitness industry. I hate the word motivation. Um, I think it gives women an excuse not to do something. Um, I think it's used, um, yeah, to basically help people not do something. Motivation is a word that I think people are waiting to show up at their door. They're waiting and waiting and waiting. They're like, when motivation comes, I will start my journey. Um, I'm just not motivated at the moment, so I'm not going to be able to do it. Well, it doesn't show up out your, at your door. Motivation will never show up for you when you're waiting for it to. Like, you have to start without it. Like, it's not just going to show up and say, I'm here now, you can start. Like, you have to build that. You have to grow motivation. It's something you have to work quite hard at, actually. Like, motivation doesn't come um, freely to anybody. Like, even to me, like, I'd say probably six out of 10 maybe even more of my workouts do not come from motivation. They come from discipline and knowing that it's my normal and I do what I say I'm going to do. Like a lot of workouts, I show up not feeling motivated. I don't want to be there sometimes. Sometimes I've had a long day. It's eight o'clock at night and the last thing I want to do is go in the gym and have a workout. Motivation does not drag me out of my front door to do that. What drags me out of my front door is the knowing that that workout is going to make me feel better afterwards. So just get out there, get 45 minutes done and get on with it. Do what you say you're going to do. So if you're waiting for motivation to come along, then you are going to be waiting forever. And I know there's so many women that say to me, um, you know, like I've been battling with this for 15 years, 20 years, 25 years. They've been waiting for motivation to come along for all that time. And the reason women get to that predicament in their 50s, in their 60s, is because, you know, it's just never showed up for them. So they've never done anything about it. So you have to start without motivation. Like that will build in time when you start to feel the effects of looking after yourself and exercise and eating well. Once you start feeling what that can do to your life, motivation will start showing itself. All the time? Absolutely not. Like it will still not show up for you, but it will start showing up more often. Like you have to get that feeling of how it feels to exercise, like that feeling in your body, like when you pull on a pair of jeans and they feel great, 
Like bottle up that feeling because when motivation isn't there, you're going to need to pull on these things. So willpower, right? I'm going to bring this in here because I hate the word willpower as well. And I think it's overused. I think it's a rubbish word to use in the fitness industry. Like bomb it off straight away. I hate the word willpower. You heard it here. Um, You know, like my workouts don't come from willpower at all. Like they don't come from willpower. They come from routine. They come from it being my normal. They like those workouts come from me knowing how it's going to make me feel afterwards. And yeah, when there's a will, there's a way. And I think some people will have more willpower than others. I think that's human um, makeup, chromosome. I don't know. Willpower in some people is endless. But in most people, like it's another thing that needs building like and will it ever show itself for some people not for some people they're going to continuously do things through discipline and discipline is just like motivation in that it gets grown over time like it will grow and grow the more you do something so you know I think people you can wait and wait for willpower, but it just might not be in you. You might, you just might be that person that doesn't work on willpower. Um, but I see many women trying to pull on it, um, rather than actually using different pulls, like how you're going to feel after that workout and just doing what you say you're going to do. It makes a huge difference. So going back to effortless weight loss. So, The best thing ever for me is when my members start implementing the nutrition principles and they say, oh my God, I'm not hungry. You want me to eat loads of food. And I'm very, very, very clear that you're not going hungry on any of my um, principles. Like it's not about hunger. It's not about deprivation. This is about fueling your body right. So they start implementing the nutrition principles they start training two or three times a week. And after a couple of weeks, they're like, oh my God, I got on the scales and I've lost nine pounds. Like it hasn't even been that hard. So light bulb moment, effortless weight loss starts to happen. Then they go into week three and it's a bit tougher because week three is always tough for every woman. Week three, week four, you're starting to get itchy feet. Your body's starting to test you and say, oh, are you sure you don't want to go back to feeling like a bloated, um, miserable person? And it will start pushing all your boundaries and it will start making you think, oh God, I can't do this. I need to throw the towel in, which is where you start doing what you say you're going to do, even if you don't want to do it anyway. You've got to do it. You just got to keep showing up and reminding yourself that you lost nine pounds in two weeks by just, you know, following a few principles and doing a little bit of exercise, you know, less than three hours a week and eating lots of food, you've lost nine pounds. So you just carry on with it. Is it effort? Yes. Like, of course, you're going to have to think about what you're going to eat. You're going to have to carve that time aside to do the workout. But what's more painful? Feeling miserable, bloated, out of shape, like you're having to wear clothes because they fit rather than you like them? Like, do you want to go back to that? What's more painful? Or is it more painful to just, you know, spend 35 minutes before you sit down and watch the TV making your food for the next day? Like, what is more painful? And if it's more painful 
to stay up and prep your food, then you probably don't want to change yourself anyway. Like, and that is the, the actual honest truth and the harsh truth that I'm saying right now. Like, if you're happy to go back to feeling bloated, miserable, not wanting to go on social events, not um, wanting to wear clothes that you like, just wearing clothes that fit, if, you, if that's less painful, then you probably don't want to do it anyway. And it's probably not making you miserable enough. Like, and that's me being, I'm saying that with absolute love because most women I meet are sick to death with feeling miserable and, you know, they're ready. They're ready to have help. They're ready to make change. And actually the change is really easy when you want to and when you know how. And this is where effortless weight loss comes in. When sometimes um, I've got lots of members that just weigh themselves once a month. They go with how they feel. They test out their clothes. Do my clothes feel better? They think about their mood, how they're waking up in the mornings. Are they hungry? What does their tummy feel like? And after a month, they get on the scales and they're down a stone. And they're like, oh my God, I didn't even think it would be that much down. How cool is that? Like, I think women spend far too much time relying on the scales to tell them what they've achieved when actually there's so much more to it than that. And when we can open our mind to everything else, which I am really hot on my, all of my clients and members filling out, um, a reasons why form. So it's this template I've got on my membership site. It's, 10 reasons why you're taking on this journey. But I encourage everyone to put weight loss at the bottom. Everything else has to come above. And when they start feeling all this stuff, like how they feel, like how they're showing up with their friends, how they're parenting, how they're showing up with their partner, their husband, their wife, whatever. um, Like when all these things start showing themselves, like actually what the scales say starts to become very unimportant. And before you know it, you've dropped four dress sizes and the scales have gone down, but it's not been your main focus. And that's where the magic happens. And that is my ethos. And that is what I'm teaching women to do. Like when we can really, truly feel all the other benefits to exercise, training, the shape of your body changing, like nutrition, feeling good, your mood, how you're showing up in your business, how you're showing up as a parent, when all these things start happening, them scales become very unimportant and effortlessly you start losing weight. And I have a few members right now that are achieving things they never ever thought they could achieve, not because they they genuinely didn't believe they could do it, but they could never see it happening because they were so focused on, you know, their scales and weight loss. Um, And I have a couple of members at the moment that are stones down. And if you ask them honestly and outright, like how hard has it been to lose that three stone? They would hold their hands up and go, do you know what? It actually has been really easy. And I know there's probably women listening to this going, yeah, but I've tried all my life. I've tried all my life to lose three stone and I've never been able to do it. But maybe you just need some help, some support, some guidance, someone that can hold your hand and make you accountable. And before you know it, you're doing it all by yourself. You're using the principles. You're doing all the the training programs that have been set for you. And I do think... 
if like you find some help, you're going to fast track your journey. And yep, there's loads of help that you can get out there. You have to find the right help for you. Um, Don't stop. If you've tried to reach out for help before and it hasn't worked out, find someone else. If that person doesn't work out, find someone else. Like just because you failed before doesn't mean you're going to fail again. So don't mess yourself up into that tangled web of weight loss is hard. It can be effortless. It can be easy. You just need to find that person that can help you and show you how. So thank you so much for listening to this today, guys. Um, It's something I'm hugely passionate about. I mean, if I could bottle up what some of my members have achieved and let everybody give it a little taste, I would love to. It'd be the coolest thing ever to show you how it can feel to effortlessly change your body. I wish I could do that. But, you know, it just takes making that plunge and starting. So I hope you've enjoyed today. Any questions, anything's resonated with you, any help you need right now, my inbox is open on Facebook, on Instagram, email, WhatsApp, however you want to contact me. I would love to hear from you. Um, If you've loved today, do please share it with all your friends and family. If you know somebody this could help, this could really resonate with to make them push forward on their journey, then send it to them. Go for it. I would love you to do that. Um, but until next time, I'll catch you soon.